Hello, 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 hello. My name is Keisha, also known as Ebony RN11 on Instagram. I am one of your beautiful hosts of this dynamic trio from Think With Your Soul. We are a brand new podcast and we are here with a dynamic delivery of new things, new energy, and I have my beautiful host, I'm not even say co-host, my beautiful host. First up, Kaya. Hey, beautiful people. It's Kaya, aka the Melanin Maven on IG, Twitter, and the Facebook, and the Tick and the Talk. Amen. <laughs> Next up, we have Janine. Hey, good people. Hey, good people. Uh, coming to you live, Lady JRN at 11 and Instagram. If you want to follow me, follow me, follow me. What up, though? All right, all right. Well, before we begin, I would like for Lady J to give us a little info on who we are. Well, first and foremost, thank you, everybody, for joining this podcast today um you know we found that we've had different experiences all of us and we sought the opportunity to be able to come speak to the public a little bit more about what's going on so mm-hmm. you know you found yourself here thank you i just want you to know that it's within reason you, you came here with a purpose So here we are, we're here, three women, we're here to bear our our truth about spirituality and our experiences with enlightenment. You know, we're three novice spiritualists, but we wanted to introduce and guide you into finding answers about, you know, this enigma called life. Mm -hmm. Uh, We wanted to unmask the layers of our inner souls, inner souls. Mm, That sounds sexy. (laughs) You know, have you guys ever wondered, you know, if life is just an illusion or you know, are we here for a purpose or are our problems that we go through, you know, are they really what they seem? You know, these are some of the questions that we wanted to answer. And most importantly, who's behind all this craziness anyway? Uh-huh. So we just want to take an unorthodox twist and turn into looking into this thing that we call life, you know? So we're three brazen women who want to take the chance to question everything around us and discover our life's mission. And, and and also, most importantly, we wanted to to take a journey into a, a greater ascendance, higher vibrations, and most importantly, a world far, far away from this astral level, which we'll get into a little later. But, you know, we might fight along the way. Bear with us. But sip some wine. Come join us. Uh-huh. Come on for this ride, because you never know. Your life might depend on it. Okay. Yes, honey. Say I want... I want to say a little disclaimer. Um, we are not holy rollers. We are spiritualists. So with that being said, at times you may hear a little curse word here and there. You may, we are here, we might crack some jokes. So please let your hair down. If you are very religious, we want you here, but please let your hair down because we are gonna, here to have a good time. Well, before you even go into the uh, the who, what, why, when, how, and all that good stuff, I just want to say that curse words are not curses. 
Mm. True that, they're, true that. They're just yes. foul language. A curse is something spiritual. If you want to get deep as, and from the jump. You better. You know, talk that talk. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So if 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 foul language, you know, makes you clutch your pearls, then just grab some pearls, baby, and clutch them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hear it from us. <laughs> Yeah, don't be offended. I cuss her, her like a sailor. <laughs> well, yeah. Good stuff. Speaking of that, um, I'm going to tell a little bit about myself, just really briefly. Um, again, my name is Keisha. I've been RN11 on Instagram. I am in my 40s. I have been married for 23 years. And actually, no, ooh, I will get in trouble. Wait, no, it's 23 years, right? This year is 24. This year is 24 years. But right now, currently, it's 23 years. I have four kids that range from the age of uh, 34 to 17. I am a registered nurse. I've been a registered nurse for, how long have you been nurses now, Jay? Like 11, 12 years? Yeah, I think like 12 years. Um, I'm actually a visiting nurse, so I go into p- um, patients' homes. And... um. If you follow the Melanin Maven movement, there has been an interview I made with Kaya regarding an out-of-body experience I had in October 2019. And in 2020, after the pandemic hit, that's when I became enlightened. And that's what opened me up to this spiritual world that we're going to be discussing in the next few weeks. So I'm just so excited to just be on this journey with everyone. And I hope you stay along for the ride. Awesome. And just to piggyback, I am, uh, this is Janine. I am also a registered nurse. Miss Keisha is my BF to the F. And uh, we've been friends for what, girl? How long? Oh. I met you in 2000. We ain't got enough finders. <laughs> I think I met you in 2000, was it? Shulet. I think 2006 I met you. Yeah, that's, that's a long time. Just a long time. Long, 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 long time. <laughs> long time we've been we've been down and we discovered some things about ourselves that you know you guys will soon find out um especially spiritually we're connected spirits spiritual thing mm-hmm. and um yeah so we've been we've been kicking it for a minute but most importantly including kaya we are all family all mm-hmm. family and um yeah again been nursing for about 12 years single but i got a little boo thing though you know got a little boo thing ain't got no kids and all that good stuff but you know i'm out here i'm out here people i know that's right the spirituality i got enlightened y'all back in what uh maybe oh during covid Ooh, i got enlightened during covid and it has been a journey ever since Mm -hmm. yes 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 ma'am miss kaya all right yes hunties so my name is kaya aka the melanin maven and i am the founder of the maven movement it was the maven movement now the melanin movement because we found our purpose throughout this process and you know i've been in corporate for 20 plus years and in 2018, I went full time into this process and 
into birthing something for the culture. And it's been roads that have been curvy and bumpy, but it has been worth every second of it. And throughout that um, journey, my sister, Okisha, who is my sister-in-law, but she is my sister and she's married to my brother, my oldest brother. And obviously I've known her since 1997, 98. Right, right, right about that time, you know, and she is my Sagittarius sister. Mm -hmm. Y'all Sagittarius, boy, y'all something else. Hey, that is something else. So obviously, you know, I met Janine through Okisha, but she she all right with me. She all right with me. So now she's my sis too. She is my sis too. Amen. Amen. But um, I am married with two children, and I've been I've been seeking seeking purpose spiritual purpose for a minute and i've there's been a longing and a desire in my soul for longer than i can remember but Mm. i really started the whole traction and actually studying like that when my youngest son was an infant so i would say about eight years so i'm still i you know i'm still in my process but like everybody has said before me we're novices but we're all on the path to enlightenment and a higher vibration and to really know for ourselves as opposed to getting preached to or spoken to but we're trying to get that one-on-one connection you know, solid and and firm. So that's yeah. where I'm at with mine. Yeah, I know that's and just right. and it's just so interesting how um, when you when you start delving into all this stuff and finding out that there's so many other people who are like minded, and um, mm-hmm. that's that's why it's, it was important that we came and um, created a platform so that way we can really get the you know. Um, you know, exchange notes with the public. Yes. You know, and, and remind people that at that at the end of the day, you know, um, you're not alone. You're not alone in this journey because it can feel a little bit lonely. And yes. not crazy. Yeah. Yes. And you're not crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's right. That's why we're here, people. We're mm-hmm. here. We, we, you know, we have a voice, and we're giving you, we're giving you guys a voice. So let's talk about the spirituality, Keish. Well. I'm glad you said that because today's topic, we have two topics. The first topic is thinking, thinking with your soul. What does that actually mean when you say thinking with your soul? And that's why we call the show thinking with your soul. So that's the first topic. And then the second topic is why are we here? What is our purpose? So thinking with your soul, I'm going to tell you from my perspective, um, before I got, became enlightened, I went through a heavy depression for 20 something years. And I remember when my mind wasn't right, I would, my mind would say to my soul, please guide this body. I need you as my soul to take me where I needed to be taken. 
um, there was a period where I would always down myself and I would have, I would ask my soul, like, listen, <laughs> you're the one that's of God, please guide me. So my soul was the one that was saying, okay, get up, brush your teeth, wash your face. It wasn't my mind. It was my soul. So I didn't understand the true meaning of that itself until today. And the fact that we chose thinking with your soul means a lot to me. Thinking with your soul, we are, our souls never die. Our souls have lived here for, have existed for many, many, many years. I don't know that I'm not God of how many years my soul has existed, but I do know that we live many lives. So if my soul has lived many lives and my soul is eternity, my soul knows more than my flesh and my brain. So thinking with your soul is really important because your soul, <laughs> your soul is wiser than you know it. And um, so once you become enlightened, your soul can come to the surface and start speaking. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I, know, I know for me personally, like, um, you know, I have moments where um, you start seeing coincidences in, in, in your life and you start realizing, wait a minute, these coincidences are a little bit too coincidental, right? And mm -hmm. then when you start learning about um, learning a little bit more about yourself and the world and you start opening yourself up, you start, you start questioning a lot. So questioning is, was a big thing for me when you question, question everything, whether it be life and, and, and also religion, um, you know, and, you know, um, patterns in your life. Um, and then I started to realize that these things that I'm calling coincidences is really just my in intuition. So, you know, you got that inner, that inner voice in yourself that's starting to really come out a lot more. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and then also like, um, when I was younger and I know Kishi, we talk about this a lot. <clears throat> when I was younger, just always being fascinated with death, um, and, and going. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah always how, how so um well I tend, for me it started with certain experiences that I used to have uh when I was younger so um I used to go to bed at night and always be afraid and I didn't know why and I felt like um you know it could have been just from watching too much tv or something like that right I don't really know because I used to be afraid of et but then um then I used to um, wake up in the middle of the night and my bed used to shake. So I would wake up in the middle of the night and my bed was, was shaking and um, having a fear of being up alone by myself. Um, I used to hear things. Um, I used to hear chairs moving in the kitchen at night. <laughs> Girl. Really? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I used to hear all kinds of stuff. I used to hear um, footsteps coming in my room, um, somebody knocking on my door at night. Um, and this carried on forever. I mean, I got so many stories, it don't even make no sense. I got yeah. so many stories. So I, you know, that's when it starts with that, that always keeps you um, on edge. Right. And then, you know, those things that you can't explain, 
and you start again questioning like why can't I explain it what is you know what's going on around me if people don't believe in ghosts then why did I have this experience right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um it, that just kind of continued until I started realizing that well may, maybe you can talk to them right now I I personally have not had an experience where um I've seen a ghost um and or converse with a ghost in my mind I have um but not or in my dreams I should say I have but not face to face and um then having experiences with mediums is when you kind of like solidify that okay there is something that goes on after we leave here so um yeah I'm telling you girl I could I could talk for days about the experiences that I have because and it hasn't stopped I hasn't stopped even to my adulthood. Like when I was, um, remember I told you Keisha when I lived in that apartment, um, my first apartment and I used to have um, all kinds of uh, electrical equipment that just cuts on by itself. Yeah. And it would always be when I wake up in the middle of the night, electrical equipment would cut on, printer would cut on on cue. As soon as I open my eyes, printer cut on. Like what the <laughs> hell? Mm. I used my iPod, remember iPods? I had an iPod one night. I woke up in the middle of the night. I looked, my iPod, whoop, shot right on. Now, how does an iPod shoot on by itself? But, you know, not to take it a different direction, but I remember the time you had another apartment and my cousin was over there and she said she was, now this is in your apartment, but she was on the phone arguing with her boyfriend Uh and she was by herself in in um, Janine's apartment. And she heard somebody say, shh. Yeah, that place was haunted as fuck. Sorry. That place was haunted. And my cousin was like, she said she stopped and just shook it off like, I'm I'm imagining something. And she said she kept on arguing with her boyfriend. did it again. And then did it again. She was like, you know what? Let me get off this phone. (laughs) (laughs) Living in that apartment because I was living with my two sisters. My sister said that um she said it was cold in there one day and she just verbal she was in there by herself she just verbalized to herself man it's cold and why the heat cut, cut on on cue <laughs> now mind you the heat you gotta manually turn that bitch on she said the heat cut on on cue on she cue was, she was like wait a minute now <laughs> oh yeah Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got stories for that. Yeah, I got, I got. If y'all could see my face, yes, <laughs> she's like, oh lord. Yeah, like, but see, one thing about me though, I've always, um, I've always um, prayed to God and said, I never want to see it. I don't never want to see you. I don't care if you come around me. You could do whatever. I don't care if you dance a jig. But as long as I don't see you we're good. And, and it's always been that way. So I've never actually seen um, a spirit. Sense them though. Heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh, what? Yes. Well, I told y'all, and this is recently, this might've been in like the last two, three months. So I'm on this spiritual journey and I'm getting close and close to, you know, God and just, you know, speaking because I have my spiritual team, I connect with my guardian angels, my spirit guides. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm ready to see somebody. Like I literally said out loud, I'm ready to see somebody. And um, they did a test run with me. They really did. So I was in my 
my, I guess you would call this my den or whatever you want to call it. And my back was turned and then the fish tank, which is empty and there's no fish in there, but there's water and the filter's going. You hear you heard a big boom, like boom. Yeah, I've had that happen before. And my back was turned, and I instantly knew it was somebody. Like I uh-huh. knew somebody. So now my, you know how when you in trouble and you gotta pee. So, <laughs> so now I'm look, I'm like, okay, I want to go upstairs and use the bathroom, so I could get closer to my bedroom and run to my bedroom. But the only place I can go was to the bathroom down here. So I'm like, shucks. So I ran to the bathroom down here and I didn't have time to like close the door. So I had the door open and I'm peeing and I'm like, all right, I really, I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to see nobody. And then yeah. next, you know, I heard somebody walking in my dining, literally walking in my dining room area. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I wiped my, my little self down there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wash my hands. I ran, I ran upstairs like a little teenager. I got in bed. I got in bed and I, and I tapped hubby. I was like, somebody downstairs. He was like, what? I'm like, somebody downstairs. Go, go, get, go get him. But let me tell you about your brother, though. He, he ain't like them people in the movies where, you know, he put his robe on and go down and, and, and get himself. the bat and go get the bat. He, you know, he got the bat. But he said, come on, let's go. <laughs> He was like, come on, let's go. Watch my, watch my six. <laughs> he always wants to come down with me. Him. <laughs> let's go. No, I'll stay up here. You tell me what you saw. I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him at all. Let's go. Yeah, like, oh, not to cut you off, but I had went to, I was, girl, I was sleeping in my grandmother's house one night and I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt a little eerie just laying on the couch anyway, you know, it was kind of weird. I had like this feeling like somebody was in the room with me. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard somebody, I heard somebody walking towards the, uh, leaving the room I was in, walking towards the kitchen and, and a lot of doorknobs started jingling. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let me take my butt back to sleep. So, so, so this sounds like more paranormal activity. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely had tons of paranormal activity in my day. Well, yeah, that's not my wish. Well, Kaya, you know about my ghost that I had. Yeah, in my house. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had a ghost in my house, and you know, and I basically told the ghost to get out my house, and I said, "She I, didn't I, tell him. She cursed his yeah. ass." Yeah, I was, I was like, I know my neighbors heard them, heard me talking to them because <laughs> I, you know, because I had heard that if you don't want. A, a certain entity in your home to let them know, like, listen, you're not welcome. So I basically had made a point to tell my guardian angels. I said, guardian angels, if, cause at the time I didn't know spirit guides existed. So I was only speaking to my guardian angels. And I said, if, if there's any guardian angels for any of us in this house, you can stay. I said, but if you're a ghost, get the fuck out of my house. Mm, you are not sure welcome. <laughs> get the F out. So sure did. <laughs> So anyone listening, you can understand why the foundation of the show is from years ago of us experiencing different, different things. Now, Kaya, have you ever experienced a ghost or nothing paranormal? Anybody touching your shoulder? Oh, I I always feel like somebody touching me. I got touched. I I, I always (laughs) feel like somebody touching me, but that's why I have, um, 
these what's the names? Gabapentin. Gabapentin. I thought I thought it was a nerve issue. You know. Good night. Good night. God bless. Listen, I'm just being honest. You know. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. So now, so Kaya, what do you think? thinking with your soul means I, I in my opinion thinking with my soul is you know how they say that um the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak yes you know there's so many different colloquialisms and or artistic expressions that we've used over the years that basically sum up you know the whole think with your soul thing and um in my opinion the thinking with your soul is operating from another dimension from a supernatural realm as opposed to mm-hmm. the carnal realm you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. thinking thinking with your third eye being able to tap into the the god that's within you the yes. the light that's within you and bringing forth something powerful something great something magnificent being able to ward off the things that are not for you and Mm -hmm. being able to discern the things that are for you and the things that are not and being able to look at something or someone or a situation and be like that ain't it yes now you're looking Mm -hmm. with your natural eyes but you're seeing through your spirit and Mm -hmm. you're like "Mm -mm. yeah i ain't gonna be able to do that yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you don't you don't know what it's called. You don't know the term or the terminology for it, but you can see you can be in a situation and you can be so convicted in your belief, in your soul belief, not S-O-L-E, S-O-U-L belief. And you're just like, Yeah, this mm-hmm. ain't for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what your I'm intuitive, saying? Your intuitive self, your your third eye. Use your third eye, the cat eye. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. That that way I'm at with mine. Yeah. Well, that leads us into our second question of why are we here? What what is our purpose? Um, I truly believe that most of the people on this earth don't even know why they're here. Most of the people on this earth have not figured out their purpose. And so um, people are wandering. People are um, guessing through life. People feel like they haven't figured out why, you know, what their purpose in life is. And it's really important for us to help. And that's the purpose of the show, to help people figure out why they're here, dissect all the levels of this thing called life. Now, I, before I became enlightened, I, for many years, would ask God, why am I here? I hated earth. I felt like this is hell. I felt like I, I was questioning God on why would you cre- if you're God and you're all good, you're you know you're supposed to be peaceful and and you represent happiness. Why would you create a a, a place where evil resides and we're suffering? And what I watched things on YouTube. I remember one day watching video. I don't know what made me start watching women in Vietnam in um, these third world countries and how they were literally prostituting themselves 
And I'm like, you you were sent down here to be a prostitute and they came from families of prostitutes. And I'm like, well, where's God through all of this? And so that's when I started going down a rabbit hole to figure out why are we here? And I used to, I used to say to God, like, what, like through my prayer, like, I'm so confused, God, because, you know, religion has taught me one thing, but I think there's something else to this. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to why are we here, the three of us have discussed the fact that I think, I think we can all agree. We all agree that they, we are, um, do you all believe in reincarnation? Oh yeah, I do. Right. Ty, you believe in reincarnation, do you? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So I, I believe in reincarnation and um, I do believe that from what I believe is that we keep coming back to this earth to make our wrongs right. I believe that when we die and go to heaven, we are giving a, um, a, a education because they said when you go to heaven, you don't is you you get you're educated on why you were sent to earth, and they scan your body and they show you all the wrong things you've done and all the people that you've hurt, and because of the karma that you've done here on earth, it makes you want to come back here and make it right. Mm-hmm. So. The problem that people are having is they keep coming back with the same issues. They keep coming back with the same traits. And one lady, um, I forgot her name, and I'll mention her in the next show so you can watch her video. One lady said that um, people ask her, well, if this is, if, if we're supposed to come back to make our wrongs right, why won't they just tell us? And she said, well, would they give you, if you were taking a test, would they give you the answers to the test? So I'm not going to get too deep on this because I know this is our first show. Because at some point we're going to discuss the, this thing called life is really a game. But I don't want to go too deep in that. But I will say this. Um, we all have a purpose. We all came down here with a chart. And our chart we we actually picked out what's in our chart we picked out our destiny that's my belief and so the and we come down here with a spirit guide and that's going to be our topic next um next next episode is how to connect with your spirit guide because your spirit guide is the one that helps it communicates with your soul so that your body can do the right thing while you're here on earth so that's just my belief yeah i think i think for the the total virgins regarding anything in this situation i think you need to break it down just a little bit more so that it's it's digestible because yeah. to say your chart and then oh, yeah. they're like where's this chart isn't that uh what's that place called staples Five. Yeah, staples you know, office max you know <laughs> break it down just a little bit more so that people you know really understand what that is and the spirit guide process so what happens okay so let me rewind it and i've mentioned this in the melanin movement show several times i consider myself Dalton thomas so I, I need for everyone to know when i speak of things it's not because i've heard it one time and i believed it and i latched onto it and I said, okay, now I be- I've heard this one thing. I'm one of those people, you have to hit me in the head several times for me to get the message. So 
I've been hearing for years, the first time I ever read a book about um, dying and coming back, if you ever get a chance, I do not know the name of the author, but there's a book called Embraced by the Light. That was the first time I ever um, read about anything about the other side. I think I read that book. You read that book too? I think so. Really good book. Really good book. So many, many people who have died and came back, one of the things that they've said is that there are so many souls in heaven that cannot wait to get down here. They are itching to get down here. They are online waiting. When I say online, they're not literally like online, like they're waiting to get into a, a movie theater, but they are like, they're on a waiting list to get down here. And when I went through my journey with God, asking him if this, if I would say to him, if this world, this world is so evil, what would make people want to come down here? But the reason why they want to come down here is because they need to make their wrongs right. So with that being said, when they get picked to come back to this earth, they sit with their spiritual team. They sit with guardian angels and spirit guides. Now, I'm not an expert at the whole spirit guide thing, I will admit. I have made a connection with my spirit guide now. I don't know if I have more than one. In my mind, I think I have one spirit guide, and I do believe she's a female. I don't know her name. She has not spoken to me, but she has communicated with me in so many di- so many different ways. So m- more than five people have I've read upon or saw videos have mentioned that you sit with your spiritual spiritual team and you pick what your purpose is. Well, part well you already know what your purpose is because you're making your wrongs right, but in order to do that, you have to pick the body that you're going to be in. So you might come down as an Asian person. You might come down as a white person. You might come down as a black person. So I picked this, I picked this body. You sure did. I'm going to have to, re- I have to reevaluate that. You have to reevaluate this. I know one thing. I, I, I should have said, wait, 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 let me see what I look like. 50 pounds heavier because you only give me <laughs> you only giving me the, like the, the size five version. Let me see what I would look like. <laughs> I need to see everything. Because I'm like, no, 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 no. Give me another one. <laughs> hey, how about that? So you pick everything about you. And you someone had described it as going to the supermarket and shopping with a pocket full of money and and a, your stomach empty. So when you are sitting there with your team, you you also have to pick ailments. So you got to pick ailments. You got to put good things. You got to pick bad things. And you get greedy and they, your spiritual team asks you, are you sure this is what you want? And they review with you. Y'all, they go back and forth with you. And they, at the very end of the day, they you all come up, come to the conclusion of what you want. And they put this in your chart. That's how your chart is made. Now, when you get here on earth, the only one that knows what your chart looks like is your soul and your spirit guide. Mm. So that's why this show thinking with your soul is so important because your soul knows why you're here. Your flesh doesn't know why you're here. Your your mind doesn't know. Now, that's a good analogy when you Mm -hmm. said shopping with your stomach empty. Yes, yes. Now, how many people are still hungry? Well, you know what? I I, I got to say something. I stole that from psychic Sylvia Brown. She said that in a book. I'm I'm not. I I, I ain't going to plagiarize. I ain't going to plagiarize. They said we get sued. (laughs) 
But that was that was a dope it, analogy. It was. So this is sidebar because you know we we like I said we gonna have a good time on the show. So this is sidebar. Anyone that knows Kaya, and she's a strong woman. Kaya has been through a lot. Kaya has been through a lot of health issues, and I'm gonna let her reveal that on her own through the the next few episodes. But Kaya's been through a lot medically. So we have both listened to Sylvia Brown's book. And so I made a joke to, to Kaya. I was like, Kaya, yo. So when you were sitting with your spiritual, spiritual um, team and going over your chart, you must have been like, give me this and give me that and give me lupus. Give me all. Give me all. Take everything off the shelf. Just put it in my chart. Give me liberty or give me death. Give me game. Yeah, great game. <laughs> I was out here. Maximus Desmeridius. You know. <laughs> She was like, wait, what is that? How you pronounce that? How you pronounce that? Just put it in, just put it in the chart. Just put <laughs> two of those. <laughs> I was like, you didn't leave nothing for nobody else. The next person that came to, to review their chart, they was like, oh, I'm sorry, but Kaya took everything off the shelf. Until next century. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're out of stock. We're all out. Yeah, so. No. There's diabetes left. You want to take diabetes? <laughs> There's gout. There's gout. There's gout. You got a little gout. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so what happens? You are oh, you are up there picking your the things to put in your chart, and then when you come down here, a lot of us are like dodo birds and are sitting there like I don't know why I'm here. What is what is my purpose? Yeah. And what happens too is you're getting messages so the next episode we're going to talk about your spirit guide because you're getting messages through your soul and through your spirit guide and some of us still get don't understand still don't pick up on the clues so feel do you ever feel that you're able to receive messages for someone else faster and easier than you are to receive it for yourself that pisses me off. I do all the time. Like that, that day I told you when I called you up mm-hmm. and I got a message for Troy um, for hubby right after that, mm-hmm. right after that. And, and then sometimes I'm like, well, what about, what about me? And it's I, like, you feel like there's a block when it comes yeah. to you, but when somebody else, you'd be like, yeah, girl, it's like this and like that and like this, yeah. and, like this. and then when yourself, you'd be like, do, 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 do. Nothing. Ain't nothing coming. There's a blockage. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to and work it, on your chakras. Yes. And my whole thing is, wait. So, it, it, so I'm asking any of y'all, if you ever get a message, please give it to me because <laughs> somebody drop a message, give it. Call me up and give it to me. Because <laughs> my my spirit guy loves to do that with me. Like they'll drop a message in my head for somebody, and they should keep nudging me for weeks. You you need to call so and so. You need you need to call them. You need to call him. Like, ah, all right, bitch, I'll call him. Oh, God. I'm sorry, y'all, but that's how I be. That's how I be feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I gotta call the person up? Uh, let me. I got a message to give you. Usually, I just kind of like they're. It, I'll think about somebody. They'll just pop in my head, mm-hmm. and it'll be somebody I haven't spoken to in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And and then all of a sudden, they'll just call me. Yep. It's weird. Yep. Or, or I'll cross paths with them and just out of nowhere. Yeah. So I will say this, and I like I said, I've heard many people say this. So that with when someone calls you, like say you're sitting there and you think about somebody, 
are Lisa doing? Your spirit guide knows what you're thinking. So your spirit guide will tell Lisa's spirit guide, give Kaya a call. And then, and then Lisa will call you and you'll be like, oh my God, Lisa, I was just thinking about you. It's not a coincidence. Your spirit guide told her spirit guide to, to call you. And that's how that went. Because it's, it's, it's too, like the other day, I was thinking about somebody and literally, I haven't thought about this person in a while. And I thought about her and I said, let me text her. And when I text her, she was like, oh my God, I was just thinking about you. At this point, I'm so used to that. I know what it is. Back back yeah. in the day, I didn't know what that meant. But I'm, mm-hmm. I was not even surprised when she said, oh my God, I was just thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the biggest things is just kind of learning how to pay attention to the clues, pay attention to the symbols, pay attention to the signs, to, the, to your dreams, you know, yes. things that happen around you. And it takes a little skill, you know, sometimes when it first starts to happen and you don't realize what it, what it really, really is, it'll freak you out. Yep. Uh-huh. You know, but, um, it's real, it's real. And you just got to learn how to read it. Cause they don't speak the same language that we speak. No. So they have to communicate in other ways. Well, okay. I told y'all, I really think my, um, my spirit God has bald spots in her head. Bald. She's yes. bald. Because I think she's been pulling out her hair because Oh, of <laughs> oh I was about right. to say, let's get her some tea tree right. oil. Because right. <laughs> she be knocking She be and, and, and like you said, recognizing the clues because she had and, and when you really when you really get to this level that we're at and you think about all the years of all the clues that you were given, yeah, you ignored it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of us have that gift. It's just that we don't know that that's the, it's not, and I won't even say it's a gift. It's not a gift. It's just embedded in us. Like how animals come to this earth with certain traits. Like Janine and I both have cats. And so the things that her cat does and my cat, my two cats do, they were born with those traits. Mm-hmm. So we were born with certain traits when it comes down to the spirituality part of it. It's just that we don't know how to hone in on it. Yeah, I like so, to call. I like to call it reading energy, learning how to read the energy because energy is all around us. It is. It really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that um, if people are listening to this and they see the, they saw the the name and the title of the show and the about us. Sure, they're trying to wonder if there was a church or a religious or what the foundation was. Like, how did we start? Did we start in church? Mm-hmm. Did we start? Good. You know what I mean? Good. Good. I'm glad you mentioned how do that. How do we get to this point? And are we atheists? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That whole question, because I think right now it's if somebody's coming from just out of the blue it it would probably be up in the air they'd probably be wondering you know what i mean Mm -hmm. well um i've discussed on your show um that i was i was born into the church me too my my grandmother had me going to church when i was a little girl Mm -hmm. i um i was on the i was going to sunday school my family's background is um, my mother's side of family is born in Panama. I was born here. And I remember my grandmother, who's Panamanian, she linked up with a Trinidadian church in Brooklyn. 
And when I tell you I hated Sundays, <laughs> we lived in that church. We lived in that church. Grandma would cook Sunday dinner from Saturday night because she knew she was not going to be home to cook dinner on Sunday. And we were there for so long that we, they fed us in church. We ate dinner at that church. So I was there. We got there in the morning and we got home at night. I don't even think we got to eat our own dinner. I think I ate Sunday dinner on Monday. That's how long we was in that day. Yeah, yeah I know. We've all had plenty of those nights. So nights. when we moved to another state, then I became, I was on the junior usher board. I was in the choir. I was um, in this committee, that committee. I was part, and, and it was not by choice. I was made to do those things. The rule in my house, when I got to the age when I was partying with my girlfriends, the rule in my house was if you go party and I don't care if you come home six o'clock in the morning, you better take your ass to church. Mm-hmm. So I, I lived in church and mm-hmm. um, I never was a holy roller. And one of the things that concerned me was how church people could be evil. <laughs> how you got the word? Yeah. And still go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. But everybody's going to hell. They yeah. tell you everybody's going everybody to hell. Everybody else is going to hell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are you, how are you so evil? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the energy was off. Mm-hmm. So I knew from a little kid that this can't be it. Yeah. Now, yeah. granted, I will say this at this very moment in my life, if I could, unfortunately, with my job, I don't get to go to church every Sunday. I am a member of a church. Unfortunately, I'm not an active member, but I'm one of those people, like if the spirit hit me, I would be like, you know what? Let me go to church. Mm-hmm. And so um, I love going to church. Like I'm one of those people, like I, I love when you see a tambourine going and the band, I, I'll be jamming. I can, like, I can wear out a tambourine. Yo, I'll be having, like the other day I was in my little leather jacket and I was jamming and having a good old time. And I felt I was like, man, J. Blige on stage. <laughs> and the band was going and stuff. Had my blonde wig flowing. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Girl, I love <laughs> me some church, but I'm not a holy roller because there's a lot more to this thing called life. I will say this, and I'm going to let y'all talk about y'all history. I'm noticing a change and I, I need for everyone listening, especially the two of y'all. I want you, if y'all ever watch these, um, religious channels i'm noticing a change in ministers um messages mm-hmm. and i'm noticing a change there's a shift there's a shift there's a shift there's been and there's a shift to spirituality there's a shift to spirituality a lot of people are waking up but it's not vocal mm-hmm. i'm meeting many people who are telling me they're seeing numbers they've seen 11 11 444 me too. and they don't know what it means mm-hmm. me too so ministers are starting to speak um preach about spirituality because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they they are waking and they, and i think they're starting to realize that what they were taught was not 100 percent right when they were growing up mm-hmm. yeah so that's my story <laughs> yeah i mean i believe in the uh, um idea of church i believe you know i'm and i'm grateful for um being raised in the church because that that gave me my foundation into, into God. Right. And also um, the morals, the, the, the morals that you learn from the lessons of um, Sunday services. Right. 
in Sunday school, I, you know, I'm very appreciative of it. Like for me, I, I think I've had different periods. Like there was one, one point I can on, honestly say, and I'm not afraid to say it because you, as a spiritualist, you can't be afraid of the different um, um, experiences that you'll have. So like for me, I was atheist at one point very short period of time but I actually was I was atheist I'm like God doesn't exist there's like no like no way and then <laughs> it's funny because then God kind of shows you well hello I'm here um uh, whether it be like you know me getting in a car accident and almost dying because I'm pretty sure that's what happened I don't remember but something like that that will make you sit back and say well maybe let me show let me just show up real quick <laughs> I know you're right <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I mean, I was definitely um, raised in the church. Um, grandfather was a pastor, and um, you know, my grandmother. I, I have um, memories of when my grandmother, when she used to watch all of us um, cousins and my siblings and stuff um, during the summertime when my parents were at work, and when we would have thunderstorms, she would turn off all the TVs. Yes. <laughs> Yes. yeah and, and don't you touch that phone yeah she would turn everything off but what she would do is she would call us into the kitchen and she would read us the bible so how scary was the thunderstorms at that point i didn't want no more thunderstorms <laughs> biblical proportions jesus and, and stuff and noah's ark i'm gonna die okay <laughs> but you know um but, you know, I, again, like my family and my father, oh God, my father, and he still is, you know, heavy, heavy in the church, family, heavy in the church. Um, but then I had uh, started having, what actually I think more or less when I had my awakening is when I started to ask more questions and then um, paying attention to some of the synchronicities that happened in the church. And it's like, well, if everybody's going to church, then why are people's lives still so fucked up, including mine? Something mm. wasn't sitting right mm. in my mm. soul. And, you know, and and then I started wondering and kind of even learning more about, um, you know, karmic karma, karmic behaviors and stuff like that. And then, um, and also um, paying attention to human behavior. So when I really started understanding human behavior, because I like to consider myself to be highly emotionally intelligent. So when I see people that respond to other people in certain ways, i.e. what happens when you go to a church service, that's when I started to say to myself, mm -hmm, this seems like a game. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, you know, I, I, I went to, I grew up in a, an African Methodist Episcopal church, AKA AME. That's a lot of words that you just said. That's all right. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> and very similar to Baptist, so or Pentecostal. You know, a lot of clapping and praising and singing. A lot of that thing. A lot of that stuff that happens. And um, and 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 you start realizing. And all the churches kind of, you know, the, the the line I just went through. They all kind of have the same um, uh, pattern. So when you know getting a little bit older or whatever I, I ended up choosing my own church which which was non-denominational but it still had the same pattern during the church yeah. service 
And you see the pastor, even his vocal tone, he'll, you know, he'll get a little excited. People will start to respond, you know, then the musical cue and then people start moving to the music and all these things. And, and I started again to overanalyze what was happening in the church service and watching some movies that solidified it for me. You know, Miss mm-hmm. Kaya, we talked about these, this movie now that opened my eyes to what's happening <laughs> in the church and the manipulation that happened when people go to church services. And then also understanding the history behind Christianity and yeah. where um, Christianity actually came from and um, why there's a million churches in the hood now mind you quick sidebar I just went to Baltimore Maryland uh like two weeks ago and I'm driving through Baltimore which you have your nice side of town okay do you have your very very poor decrepit side of town but let me tell you something baby one thing they got one thing they got up in the hood you're gonna see your liquor stores and right next door is the church Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I must have drove past about 10 churches in probably a quarter mile radius. Not even kidding. Mm. That's Brooklyn. That's Brooklyn, New York. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of hoods in, in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And if there's so many churches, where's the problem? Giving you all this hope, right? What's going on? What's really going on? The problem? You start asking questions. That's what I said mm-hmm. in the beginning. I start asking questions. That's where it all starts for me. You start asking these questions. When things don't start adding up, there's got to be a different answer. But isn't it crazy how, and I know this has always been something that I've heard, don't question God. No, you can't question God. You can't question God, right? Yes, but Mm -hmm. that's why I think a lot of people are stuck. Because you have a fear of questioning God and, you know, you just case around. You just kind of let it be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, nah. No, baby, that's not why we're here. That's not why mm-hmm. we're here. Because, like, you know, it's okay to question the things around you. It's okay to question God. I haven't gotten struck by lightning yet, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Just saying. That's, you know, that's me. And, and one thing that I realized, too, is, forgive me if I said this already, but during COVID, you know, I think that a lot of people who started to wake up and um, that's when I actually had my awakening and I started encountering so many other people who, like you said, Keish, were seeing all these numbers, were having different spiritual yeah. experiences. It's something that happened during COVID that yes. I don't think a lot of us can really explain. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of the audience is can attest to that like something yeah, happened yes. during covid mm-hmm. where there was just been this complete energetic spiritual shift that sure. happened mm-hmm. in this world that's unexplainable yeah. people and people and some people who are catching it they want to know why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah man so it's kind of like an underground epidemic that's going on with the spirituality yeah. yeah and and for people there's a lot of people who are seeing signs but are not connecting the dots Right. Right. They, they they want they want more than what they've seen and heard, but they don't know how to tap into that I next step and that next level. Yeah. So you know, it's funny how um I was talking to someone today one day and 
I told them about my out of body experience and I was telling them about the interview I did with you, Kaya. And they were intrigued by it. And so they never had an enlightenment or anything like that. So it's interesting how you, when your spirit guide knows or is 10 steps ahead of you. So this, this person's spirit guide knew I was going to have a conversation with this individual. So when I was having a conversation with the individual, I was saying, you know, talking to him about the signs that my spirit guide gives me. And I said, yeah, um, and there's times that my spirit guide would connect with me through numbers like 1111, 444. And the person was like, oh, my God. They yelled out, oh, my God, that's been happening lately. And I couldn't get, understand why that was happening. So that's my spirit guide. I said, yes, that's your spirit guide. And I even said to them, I said, so I'm going to give you a little secret. Your spirit guide knew you were going to have this conversation with me. So now that your spirit guide knows you know what those numbers are, open your eyes because now your spirit guide is trying to develop a relationship with you and and help you. So the person was so um, happy. And then when I saw the person like a month or two later, oh my God, they were so enlightened. Well, so not enlightened. To, not to get too deep on it, especially for the people that are a little bit new in their, in their spirituality, but... I just started thinking about this. I'm like, if so many people are starting to wake up and see um, and, 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 and have these spiritual experiences, it's making me wonder if, because I believe in, um, in reincarnation. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we all die, of course, come back. Well, I shouldn't say of course, but we all die. We come back. We have these experiences. Um, and like, I think you said earlier, Keish, that um, we have to keep doing it again until we get it right. Mm -hmm. But I think there's been some sort of shakeup where maybe yes. people aren't ascending to the next level fast enough. Mm -hmm. And that's why all of a sudden a lot of people are having these spiritual experiences because, you know, the powers that be is like, okay, listen, some of y'all got to start moving on to the next level now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's funny as you say that because um, when I had my out of body experience, the message I gave in an interview with you, Kaya, was that I, because I, I went through so many different emotions around that experience at first I was ashamed because I thought that it was solely because of me like I thought I was just this because uh, for anybody that's listening I didn't go to heaven and I didn't go to hell I went to the in-between realm and with that being said I learned that when you die you don't go straight to heaven like if if you were a person that was an in-between person mm -hmm. wh whether you were you you might not have been the greatest person on this earth. Let's just say, say, say you was a little asshole and, but you was not too evil to go to the lower level, but you was not good enough to go to the higher level. Um, there's an in-between place. And, and I expressed, I think both of you that I felt like there was an epidemic going on with so many people going to this level that God needed to needed some, a messenger and say, Hey, like y'all better get it together because not too many of y'all are coming straight upstairs. So, oh, go ahead. So, go ahead. so that's so it's, it's kind of reminding me of what you just said because if not too many people are going upstairs, and I think I understand why too, not too many people are going upstairs right away because society, the, the society that we live in, you don't need God. Mm -hmm. You don't need God at all to survive in a society. You don't even have to think about God. You can you can be born into the society without even knowing who God is. And so, what the message I got from God was. Regardless of what you do on this earth, you're going to have to answer to what you did on this earth. Mm -hmm. And 
Hold that thought. I believe that with every part of my body. Yep. Hold that thought, Janine. Another thing too is one of the things I'm learning through this journey is that God is beautiful. The church made us believe that God was this this being that you know if you picked your nose wrong, you're going to hell, and that's not the case. Fire, fire, and brimstone. Yeah, and the church brainwashed us to think yeah, that's yeah. What, that's why yeah, so yeah. many that's why so many individuals don't even want to talk to God. Yeah, because they they they're ashamed. They don't you know like especially if you go to the nightclub and you was smoking hookah with your girlfriends and you was popping bottles and you did 20 shots. Like, are you really going to wake up the next morning and praise God? Like, cause you were taught by the church. That's not of God. And and when you're doing things like that, that's a sin and you're sinning. And so a lot of people who think they're quote unquote sinning do not, um, they, they shy away from having a relationship with God. And when I had that out of body experience, God was like, you can do what you want to do here on earth. But you're gonna have to answer for your your um your 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 actions. Sidebar: I'm gonna tell y'all right now. In my house, I got about fifty bottles of liquor. <laughs> I, smoke, I smoke hookah almost every Friday with my husband. And let me tell you something: I have the strongest relationship with God ever, ever, ever. Me and too. I I know God has favor on my life. Me too, but I had to stop. I had to stop smoking hookah like two weeks ago because it, like, it was giving me gastritis. I had to stop. <laughs> that girl, that girl, to do it to you every that time. Girl, every time. So I and you know every so often now you know I entertain my little daughters and I do, do a little twerk to show that Mama still got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm twerking. So I say I said all that to say like a lot of people have been brainwashed to think that you can't you can't go upstairs and we're here to help you <laughs> but you know i just want to say this because we're talking about death we're, we're all talking about death karma um going to different realms and all this other stuff so to our listeners that might be a little overwhelmed or not even um you know have any clue what we're talking about or have it on fear. an earthly level fear. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that you said, Kaya, um, just in conversation that was profound, um, talking about your your sister, you said this, girl, you said um, because your sister was having some experiences with people dying around her, and you said that what you have to do, and for all you people that really don't understand where we're coming from yet, and still um, don't don't want to acknowledge um, death is that you have to kind of get over your fear of it. That when you said that, I'm like, that is absolutely right. And that's exactly what I've been doing to myself for years mm-hmm. because we all deal with so much pain when we lose somebody. And mm-hmm. it's not to say it's not justifiable. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. We live this life we're in this physical body. We have these experiences with different, with people, with family members, with friends. And when we lose somebody, there's, there's no denying that it hurts. Mm. But what, what I love about spirituality is having an understanding that when we die, we still live on. Yes. There's still more. There's still more that happens. Right. Um, now what happens when we get there, that's, that's what we're going to talk about. That's a whole Mm -hmm, other story, mm -hmm. but just to know that you can kind of let go of that fear. You can kind of let go of that pain, um, that we have 
but that takes a, that's a process too. Mm-hmm. So it starts with acknowledging it first, acknowledging that something does happen and that you can release the fear of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I really wish that we can give a manual to every parent from this point on to teach their little children that death is not the end. I mean, I, th- I, I, obviously we all grew up in the church and that was something that we've all heard all of our lives, but I don't think that we apply practicality to some of the things that we were taught. Now, I I could break down the Bible with the best of them. You know what I'm saying? And there are biblical principles that apply to your everyday life. And if you read the Bible and you read the Torah or the Quran or any of the holy books, there are so many similarities within the books as far as how to live and what happens once you die. Mm -hmm. And there are so many scriptures that talk about you know, um, your spirit will now be with the Lord or, you know, you'll be with me in paradise, you know? So there's, al- there's always, um, scriptures and, 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 and information that that's given to you, whether or not you believe in the Bible, whether or not you believe in what have you, even if you go on to the, 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 the valley, um, not the valley of death, the, um, the, the, the the in 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 Egypt the the is it the Valley of the Kings the um, death the Valley of uh, I know Valley of Shadows uh, death no no not 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 the that's um, Psalms twenty three not 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 the Psalms not the Psalms <laughs> the um um it's the, the Valley of the Kings because uh, um let me let me backtrack um my my former father-in-law was my apostle since I was six years old and I grew up with him and he was always preaching about dimensional life and um, different realms and spiritual realms and dimensions and dimensions and dimensions. Mm. And this is something that I learned since I was yay high to a grasshopper. And I was, I operated in ministry since I was a little girl as well. So there were certain things and certain, um, things that I had to learn about being sensitive to the move or to the spirit or to, you know what I'm saying? So the, the, the church that I grew up in was a deliverance ministry. So if people that are listening don't know what a deliverance ministry, that means that they believe in casting out demons and, Mm. you know, and all Mm. that stuff, like it was that type of church, you know, um, with the Pentecostal feel, but it was, you know, it was a the deliverance. Like when when my apostle, my former apostle, was younger, he would be walking over chairs. Like it it, it was like that type of service, it, and it was always on three thousand. You know what I'm saying? And so, learn learning about that from a young age. Like I was always intrigued in purpose, your purpose, fulfilling your purpose, fulfilling your purpose, and um. Like I've had an email address since I was probably like 20 something purpose and destiny. Cause it was always about what's my destiny. What's my purpose? What's my destiny? What's my purpose? Finding the dimensions and my purpose. And the, you know, it was yeah. always that growing up. And then when I started, cause I've always been, my, I was 
actually talking to my other co-hosts from a different show about the fact that I was reading um, black history comic books since I was five years old. Like I, I wasn't reading Jim and, and, and glitter and gold, you know, that wasn't, my, that wasn't <laughs> that my means you special, you know, I was out here learning about Matthew uh. Henson, Benjamin Banneker, you know, <laughs> Charles Drew, like that, that was my, that was my comic book. Those are my superheroes. I'm just saying. Jim um, was my girl though. She was. Jim, truly, I'm we are the messes. Our songs are better. Now, are we showing our age? Are we showing our Yes, age? we are. Yo, that was my show. We are. Yeah, that was my show, too. Me too. But, yeah, so I grew up learning about that stuff. So with the, with the blackity black and then the church part of it, there was always something missing. And then once I started learning more about what was going on with white, white people, it made me want to learn more because I'm just like, I don't trust these mofos and what they giving us. So yeah. that was actually the catalyst. Yeah. The mistrust. Yeah, the mistrust. Of the cauc of the caucasoid was <laughs> was the catalyst to my spiritual. <laughs> Please forgive any of our Caucasian listeners. You know, I'm I'm 27. I'm 27 European. I, I you know I, I got I got I got the right to talk about it. There you go. Talk about y'all. All right. I don't have to do. But, my but that's funny that you bring up the church. Um, because you know, again, talking about fear, that's where that fear comes from. When with the with um growing up in the church is that they they feel they make you feel like if you don't do do right in your life uh -huh. that you're gonna die and go to hell. Mm -hmm. Or um, you know, or the latter is then you do everything perfect and you get to go to heaven and then you feel so conflicted in life because you want to do everything right, but shit, I want to go to the club tomorrow. Like <laughs> I wanna shake that thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wanna I want to listen to Timothy Wright. I, I wanna have this, uh, this yeah, I want to listen to Timberland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where that's where that that's where the fear of death really comes from. Comes I don't from. even realize it. Yeah. A lot yeah. Of that is and you know what? Well, I, I really feel, because I do believe in reincarnation, I really feel that because of religion, a lot of people keep coming back because religion keeps brainwashing people. Yeah. So we got to keep going, coming back to this earth and learn this thing over again and, and try to figure it out again. Well, I and, and that and that was that because of the fact that I know that man's hands have gotten into all of it. I just it, it was hard for me to trust in just what where I was presented. You know what I mean? It yeah. was hard for me to just be like, okay, this is it, because everybody else would just be like, yeah, you don't question God. You know, God, yeah. you can't beat God, given no matter. You know, and just telling you the same old colloquialisms and saying that they they've been taught and that they 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 parents taught them and they parents parents taught them, and I was just like, no, there's something more than so. This. Kaya, let me ask you, um, at this point in your life. And we talked about, we didn't get into, into details about your medical history, but do you think you found out what your purpose here on earth is? Yes. Have you, okay. Is it something private or is it something no. that you can reveal to the show? I don't, I don't, I, 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 I'm gonna sound real 
ABC family. Mm. But I honestly, truly believe. I used to like Friday Night's ABC. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, enlighten us. <laughs> I, I truly believe that I was sent here to help change the world. Mm. One, oh, soul, one soul at a time. One mind at a time, one heart at a time. So I'm not going to dig deep on what you just said because <laughs> I got that message yesterday about the three of us. Really? So it's funny that you say that, but I'm not even going to delve into that because I, I don't. I know our uh, listeners are like, okay, these bitches are getting a little kooky on us now. So I'll talk about the behind closed doors, um, but I will um, reveal that later on in another chapter of our show. But it's interesting that you said that. Very interesting that you said that because one of the things that Janine and I, I was in Janine's house on Christmas day. Well, let me wind it because Janine and I have done a couple businesses in the past. And I said to her one day, I said, Janine, I got this message. Things are not going to open up until we get, how did I say religious or not religious until we get, until we get closer to God. God. Yeah. Mm. I, said, I said, things that I, the message I got is like, we're not, things are not going to open up until we get closer to God. And so fast forward and that was years ago, fast forward it on Christmas day of 2021, I was in Janine's bathroom and it came over me and it was like, you guys are not doing a, you guys are kind of like in layman's terms, you guys are barking up the wrong tree. There's something else you need to be doing. And I felt it was on a spiritual level. So it's interesting that we're here tonight. Um, and then you said that statement. So I will, after the show, I will reveal what the message I was given. So, so you're going to have me do mine and you ain't going to do yours? Well, I'm going to tell you what I think my purpose is. Oh, meaning what you're going to tell us after the show is something totally yeah totally yeah totally oh okay yeah yeah yeah. okay got you it's related to what you just said okay so you feel like you you came to change the world yeah you you know you um know when paul uh paul said to stir up the gift that's on the inside Mm -hmm. i feel like part of that calling is to bring out the greatness in others and Mm -hmm. help others see the greatness in themselves that's mm. awesome. excellent. excellent that's nice i think that i'm a healer just to be just to heal heal in different levels you put know put your hands on me touch them touch them now put your hands on on me <laughs> <laughs> listen you know just ironically i happen to be a nurse you know it mm-hmm. start it started with that i always um actually i can't say i always wanted to be a nurse but um you know when it happened i felt um i felt definitely that it was purpose affirmation yeah definitely now do i like being a nurse right now i don't know a little questionable okay <laughs> i don't know, I don't know. And, and covid especially after covid okay mm-hmm. definitely a little questionable but that doesn't mean I can't heal in other ways. I know that I noticed that I'm I'm very effective with helping people analyzing their problems and helping helping them get through their problems. I was told by a psychic, you know, don't don't stop 
helping people through their pain because it feeds your soul is what she said, quote unquote. Interesting. So I guess that, that again, that kind of connects with my purpose of just um, being a healer. You know, I do feel, I feel very um, accomplished when I do help people solve their problems. Um, But I also, um, now with me having some feeling very um, dissatisfied with being a nurse, with my occupation currently, I'm just trying to find a different way to transition it. So I'm open to delving into the beauty industry is something that I've always wanted to do anyway. I was y'all can see if y'all can see her right now. Oh, she over she here doing a doggone thing. Girl. <laughs> Thank you. She sure is. Thank you. She's doing it. Call my call my wig a Harriet Tubman wig. <laughs> you over here looking all camera. Yeah, they, they didn't know that. They didn't know that. <laughs> Golden yourself. They didn't hear that part. But holla at me. I'll help you later. Okay. <laughs> healer, healer, I am. <laughs> yes, Kevin. Heal that hell. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Heal you know, I've always, I always was, um, always wanted to be in the beauty industry, and I kind of look at the parallel. I look at how um, uh, making people feel beautiful is is a way to help people outwardly um express or resolve their ish their feeling of insecurities and feeling better about themselves and and um you know helping people through their pain i see the parallel isn't that crazy because yep. that's how i started see? i started doing cosmetology at, right out, out of high school i went to get my cosmetology license mm. and i was in the salon until my my oldest was I don't I don't even remember but then after that I was like my back hurt (laughs) (laughs) this ain't gonna work you know what I'm saying (laughs) so I gave that up but I loved to make people feel like I would always do everybody's head makeup yeah you see the parallel and it's so funny because I actually met a lot of nurses I swear I met a lot of nurses in my career who said they always wanted to be cosmetologists. So really? like when I, I always wanted to start look at Keish. Keish, yeah. what did you want to do? I wanted to go to I wanted to go to beauty school. Beauty school. And so yep. did I. Yeah. I wanted to go to beauty school. And what happened was I um I felt like it wasn't good enough. I felt like it was laughable. I felt like people were going to look down on me. But, hunty, uh-huh. if I'd have known then what I knew now. <laughs> if you uh-huh. knew the coins I, that could come out of that. Centering it up, okay. Uh-huh. All right. Had my own business, working for myself. Just, you know, we got to go through our trials in life. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm to figure this thing out. People, uh-huh. come along for the ride. I tell my my son all the time, you don't know what you want until you experience what you don't want. No, that's true. That's facts. Mm. Repeat that. Repeat that. You don't know what you want in life until you experience. You you don't know what you want in life until you experience what you don't want. What you don't want. Interesting. I.e. that boyfriend that that look all good on shiny on the outside. (laughs) Be all rusty on the inside. You you want you, you know, know you be like oh I love him I love him and then you experience 
Mm-hmm. And then you just like, wait a minute, I want to be single. Right. Like, I don't like this no more. How about it? Yeah, about it. My daddy's Steve Harvey. I don't need you no more. <laughs> <laughs> we, listen, you don't want to have that kind of, We talked about that off. We my mama done taught right. me well. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, for me, I, I, I know what my my purpose in life is for a very, 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 very long time. Even after being a nurse, I still was questioning what my purpose was on earth. Why am I here? God, why did I, I know God was getting tired of me because I was like a whiny baby. Like, why am I here? Why did you send me here? Um, and I found out that I'm a mission life entity for anyone. I'm not going to go too deep into that. So please Google what mission life entity is. You'll get a whole bunch of information on that. Um, so using the nursing realm, um, many homes I go into, people tell me that I bring in a certain energy. And a common theme amongst people is they tell me that I, when I walk through their doors, they got this message that everything was going to be okay. And, I, and, and, and it was a, like, I remember one week, like about four or five people told me that I'm like, for real, that's what that, that's the feeling you get when I walk mm-hmm. in your door. So I pray every morning and, that's and I ask God to, that I could be a blessing to my patients and that my base, my patients could be a blessing to me. And I bring a positive energy in their home. I don't care if I'm having a bad day. I make sure that these people don't experience, experience what I'm feeling on the inside. So I bring this positive energy and um, one of the, the goals for a mission life entity is basically to give them um, the message about spirituality and about God. And so, and I found that that's one of my main purposes here on earth. How does that I make do- you feel when you, um, when you encounter people and then you're able to give them a message? It feeds my soul. I get I, I get a, a burst. Of, I get a burst of energy. The funny thing, I'd be exhausted by the time I get in the car, though. Yeah. While I'm in it, I'll be like, "Ooh, I'll be feeling like because uh-huh. I'll be at it with them, and I feel and I feel so good because it has nothing to do for me in a sense. Is like I'm I'm doing this for God, <laughs> right? I'm doing this solely for God, and I really do believe because I do what I do, God has favor on me. Right. In the last two weeks, I've seen so much favor that God's ha- God has upon me uh-huh. because when I tell you in the last two weeks, I have been really touching people's souls. And so God was like, you, because uh, I'm just to let you, I'm back in school. So he was like, you get an A here. You get an A there. You get a- you get a- <laughs> Everybody get an A. Like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. I didn't deserve that A. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so um, I know one of my purposes in life is um, being a mission life entity. So the interesting thing is having um, four kids, one, he's out of the house, having the three girls, because I know what I know at this point in my life, and I know that we sat with our, our spiritual team before we came here on this earth, and that we have a chart that we came down here with, I look at my daughters in a different light now. And... As a parent, as a parent, I'm trying to respect their charts. I'm doing my job as a mother and guiding them the best way I can. Sometimes I'm, I'm preaching till I'm blue in the face, but at the end of the day, I have to remember that these three women came down here with a purpose and I'm not God. So 
regardless of what they have to achieve what's in their chart. Quick story. So the book I mentioned to you, Embraced by the Light, that was the first book I ever read. And there was an intriguing story she told me. I mean, she she put she mentioned in her story. She said that um in heaven there was two men that were best friends. And they came down to earth. One came down as a lawyer and the other one came down as a bum. So that was in their chart. The one came down that was in his de- his destiny was to be a lawyer. The other one came down as a um, bum. Obviously, he was not born as a bum. I'm pretty sure he was born into a family. And because of whatever he didn't do properly in his life, he became homeless. And so the reason why this homeless, this guy came down as a homeless man, and it was predestined. They both knew that, knew they were coming down as that. Obviously, they didn't know when they were alive here on earth. Every day, the lawyer would walk to work and he would pass this homeless man on the street. And the lawyer looking at this homeless man, that was a reminder to him what his purpose here on earth was. And I found that story very interesting. So fast forwarding to my kids, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to respect their charts to a certain extent. I don't, I'm not claiming that one of them will be a bum. I don't want that. Everybody wants their kids to be successful, but I'm trying to respect their charts and trying to respect God's purpose for them here on this earth. So the only thing I can do is do be the best mother that I can be because prior to being enlightened, I was doing a lot of yelling and screaming. I'm still doing a lot of yelling and screaming, but it's in a different way. So that's going to happen regardless. But I look at them, I, I totally look at them in a different light now. Totally. Because I'm like, you came here with a purpose. And and one thing I don't want to happen because, you know, now that I'm enlightened, I'm starting to enjoy my life. Even though we're living here, like this this earth is not the greatest. I'm starting to enjoy my life in a sense where I'm starting to appreciate my body. Appreciate the person I picked to be. And so... I don't want to get in the way of their charts and God be like, you know what, Keisha, you did your, you enough, you know, you did enough here. You're getting away with other people's charts. I'm going to have to swipe you up now. It's time to go. Like, I want to be like, it's like, no, it's time, it's time for you to go. You just get in the way of these three women or whoever else's lives. You get in the way of their purpose. So we're just going to swipe you up now. You, you did enough. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's got to be hard as a parent. I mean, I'm not a parent, but I know that's got to be hard as a parent initially to process, right? Just having to just basically let your kid go Mm -hmm. with the understanding that they have their own path. Yes. Regardless of what the outcome is. Yes. Yeah, I know that's got to be hard to digest. Especially when you're um, used to a certain, when, when you grew up in the church and there are certain principles as, you know, a Christian that you were raised on. And then, you know, I, I honestly did not follow the same path that, because my mother had us in church every day God sent. There's seven days in a week and I was in church, 19 of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't, do, I didn't do that to my kids. Yeah. Because I, I felt that family was more important. Did you feel that your kids not going to church? You with your kids not going to church that you would go to hell? No, because because 
I started I started getting my enlightenment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and because that. it was just like because when you're so used to doing and when you're so used to cycles and patterns, and when the pattern is interrupted, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to go back to that same cycle and same pattern oh, because yeah, the pattern was interrupted. And you just like you looking around and you just like something ain't right. You, right. you feel like he's sweat. You Disoriented. Know what I'm yeah. 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 <laughs> something, something, something. You know what I'm saying? Because Jeez. it just it doesn't seem like you you even you even feel um off you you know, your yeah. balance is off because it's just like mm. and then you try to get back into it and you try to get up there and do praise and worship and try to direct and you just like uh and why are you directing and you're just like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm 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 grateful for the path that we're on and getting to push ourselves to 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 higher heights and deeper depths within, you know, this process because, you know, I need answers. I don't know about y'all, but I need answers to some things. Yeah, no, for okay. sure. Oh yeah. And at least people know, like you're not listen, you're not alone. You're not alone in the way that you feel. This is no. validation right here. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. It can't just be us. Yeah. It can't just be us three. Man, I, I've been and I know I ain't crazy. I mean, I'm crazy. But little, I ain't crazy like that. Little crazy. A little special. Touch. Yeah, man. I've been exchanging a lot of notes around here, and I know we're not the only three. Oh, yeah. no, there's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot so, of people. So when you all go home tonight, think about your purpose. Yes. What is your purpose? Yes. But don't, you know, this is the thing about finding your purpose, so don't, don't, um, don't lose yourself in it, right? It's good to it's good to to think about it. It's good to acknowledge it and and or try to find it. But don't don't lose yourself. Don't don't think that oh my god, if I don't find my purpose tonight, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm unworthy. I'm a swine. I'm a wreck. Right, like I'm a bum in the street. You know, it doesn't work like that. You know, it took a while. I'm here. I'm. You know know what I tell people. Anytime that I talk, because I've been preaching on purpose since I don't even know how old, but I always say that one thing or the the things that you do without even thinking, that is what God has meant for you. That is what you're supposed to be doing for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And whether it be, whether it be, you know, you can organize a room without, you know, even thinking. You come in and you see, okay, that goes there. This goes here. Um, no, put that down. You know, move that to the side. If that's something that you do without thinking, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Or, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's something that you do because your gifts come without repentance. And God gave you that gift for a reason. Yes. And that gift is your purpose. That gift is supposed to be used to push you to that next level. And if you're not operating in your gift, then you're literally stagnant and you're not growing. And anything that does not grow is dead. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to find that gift now you or tap the, into that gift. Now, huh? you're putting the pressure, now you're putting the pressure on them now. Oh, <laughs> you're you know, going to start at square one. <laughs> you just mixed everything I just said. No, no, no. No, because... because 
sometimes we think that is so it's so grand it's so grandioso you know what i'm glad you mentioned that because that was one of my points i was going to make and I totally forgot. So God, that is that we think that our it's the 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 purpose is like something that like is over in in Dubai yes. and that the the tallest building, whatever mm-hmm. the Dora Milaje or the Bill Baji or whatever it is called, yes. the Khalifa, that building. It's that's not it. It's something that's attainable. Whatever you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. you already possess. And a lot of people don't. They so busy living, yes. they don't live. And you know it's funny that you say that because social media confuses the mind. You sit there and you watching all these different people accomplishing all these different goals, and you sitting in there and you're like in your one bedroom apartment trying to figure out, well, what what are my purpose? Why is everybody? What am I doing wrong? Everybody's able to get on take trips and. And wear the one outfit at a time. They don't have. To, they don't wear the same outfit. You know, this this uh, mm-hmm. rapper was saying that the other day. He and he sounded so country, but he was on point. He said he had to eliminate everybody that he knew off of social media. He said because social media brainwashes you and make you think that you're not your best self. You're good good enough. Yeah. Yeah. But and they, so, that's why I, it's a blessing and a curse. One of the things that you you, you honed in on, Kaya, and this is so so deep. You may be a chef in a restaurant. You may be a waitress. You may be a, a cleaner. You may be somebody that we wouldn't put on a pedestal, like you would put a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. But you may be doing something on that level that is so special, dynamic. So profound. So profound. And so what happens is people who are on these levels may not appreciate what they're doing and may not realize that they're serving their purpose here on earth and they're looking in other rooms not realizing that the room they're in is the room they're meant to be in Mm, so it's really really deep how um this thing called purpose is um maybe confusing but it's right there in your face Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why you gotta pay attention to the signs right just knowing knowing that feeling that it gives you when you do that purposeful thing. Yeah. Right. It's effortless, effortless, effortless. It makes mm-hmm. you feel light and fluffy on the inside. Like, you don't oh. even feel like you're working. Right. Like, like, right. I could do this all day. Yeah. 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 And it may not even be as complex as you, as you, you know, people kind of make it out to be cause, cause you know, we all, you know, we all can, um, um, be good at something. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, even if it's, you know, see how I I like beat myself up in the beginning where I'm just like, oh, I didn't think that doing um, someone's hair was good enough for me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes it it, it really is just that. Even if you're meant to be a freaking garbage man and you take pride in being a garbage man Mm -hmm. and cleaning up people's trash and making their homes nice and tidy and, and, and clean, it, it makes you feel good. Guess what? Ooh, that's your purpose. That's and your that's purpose. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the the key is, I think why souls keep coming back is that when they go, they die and they go back to heaven and they're like, oh, so I was supposed to be a waitress. Yeah. And I was a and my gift was tending to my clients, to the the um the patrons and helping them and serving them. That was that was my purpose here. They're like, ah, damn. Well, I got to go back now. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Listen, and that's I, the thing. And that's why it's so, that's why you have to learn how to break the karmic cycles that yeah. happen in your life. And that's one thing that I just recently went through is having to break some of these these habits that I had that was blocking me from truly fulfilling the, my purpose. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Uh-huh. A lot of us deal with so much trauma, whether it be, you know, um, issues from childhood or what have you, or just, just, yeah. life, just life getting to you. Or just, it, sometimes it'll take that one person to tell you, oh, that you, you're not good enough to do it. And guess yeah. what? That'll take you 10 years, 20 years down the line of trauma yeah. that mm-hmm. will keep mm-hmm. you from fulfilling the life that you were yeah. meant to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, That's literally what I went through. That's a word. Yeah. That's a word. Yeah. And I forgot to mention when you sit down and we've all talked about this on several occasions. When you do, when you sit with your spiritual team and you go over your chart before you come down here, you do pick your parents. Many people have said this, you pick your parents. So with that being said, whatever your purpose here on earth, you knew being born to those two individuals was going to help you get, get there to your destiny. <laughs> so if, if you if, if both your parents are crackheads, you pick that. <laughs> you pick that. I'm letting everybody know. And this is this you can look at many videos. There are you're gonna find a hundred people that are confirming what I said. You picked your parents. So if your father's an alcoholic and your mom's a prostitute, you pick that. Yep. And so you, when, you go ahead. So, so if you so when you're trying to figure out what your purpose is on earth, think about the beginning of why you came to these people, why you picked the environment that you were in, you you were born into. And how did, how was that the seed of you being the person you are today? That's exactly what I was going to say, that you pick them based off of their pain, because their pain actually creates the karma of your pain. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why you end up picking the parents that you pick. Cause yeah, I mean, life is great. Life is nice. You make, you make the most out of your life, but life isn't really all always about having, you know, um, bliss and, and blessings. Mm-hmm. That shit is about lessons okay mm-hmm. come lessons on with the word come on with that word and correcting them yes that's come on yes and that's why you come back yeah, that's why you're that. here yeah that in my spirit that's why you're here i would get up Preach. In I would get I think, you know can you say that one more time please <laughs> i would get up in before there. we end before we end the show all right listen listen audience and listen good okay life is not about blessings life is about the lessons. Yes. It's yes. about the lessons. What's that other line? We're we're spiritual beings having a human experience, right? We are all spiritual beings having a, we're, a human we're physical physical beings having a spiritual experience. No, no, mm. right? no, no, no. No, we're spiritual. No, we're spiritual, we're spiritual beings, beings having, having a physical, physical experience. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a that's word. It. If you if word. you can get that in your mind and realize that your soul will live on forever, uh-huh. that's what I. That's why I said if they can give a manual to parents, to if, if we have brain not even not even brainwashing, if we tell babies from the time they are born until they are adults and they can they can grasp the the concept that someone dying is not as is not the end no one will cry at funerals no one will cry at funerals because i was like oh i'm gonna see her when i get to heaven mm-hmm. so why am i standing here crying 
I mean, and, 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 and let's 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 live let's, on forever. Let's not like um make it seem like it's uh sugar and roses. Like just we were just talking about the the children and the the victims of of yeah. the mass shootings that have been happening so crazy and so frequently in the U.S. And um, I just heard Nigeria, but knowing a child is killed yeah. in that way, that ain't easy by any stretch of the imagination. Uh -huh. So we're not saying that, oh, <laughs> oh, you know, because it's still a, a, a human experience. Yes. Yep. Yes. And grief is a part of the human experience. Yes. But knowing that the ultimate reward for that soul is ascension. This is sidebar, and I'm, I'm and I'm gonna probably push my the audience in a different. Thing. Oh my god! Now you're giving me more information. I promise you, next time for the next um, episode, I will mention this lady. Um, the video she mentioned because she her videos about life after death and what goes on in the other side and coming back with your chart. She mentioned there's there's groups of people that purposely come to Earth as a group, knowing they're coming for massacres. She said the group that came down, the people that came down and died in 9-11, when they sat with their charts, they all knew that they were coming down to die in 9-11. Mm -hmm. So I, not to take it in a different direction, but there's so many reasons why we're here on earth. There's so many purposes. So let's take 9-11, for example. There was many lessons that were learned from 9-11 and a lot of lot of things, a lot of people got woke up from 9-11. George Floyd. George Floyd knew he was coming down here to die in that manner. His spirit knew. His, his spirit knew. Obviously, he didn't know because he wouldn't have gone to the store that day. I really feel in my heart that George Floyd did not know he had a, a, a counterfeit $20 um, bill mm -hmm. because nobody in their right mind will... Pay with a, a counterfeit $20 bill and slowly walk to their car and be outside long Chilling. enough for the cops to come. If mm -hmm. I give you a $20 bill that's fake, oh, I'm hopping in my whip and I'm dashing off <laughs> before you can figure out. <laughs> anyway, that was sidebar. But yeah, so so these people came down here for 9-11 so there's many people who come down here for massacres and i truly believe in my heart that all these massacres that are happening is because it's time for people to wake up it's time for people to wake up so people use their souls as a, they use themselves as a sacrificial lamb it's like okay god you want me to come down there and and, and that's what i need to do okay i'm gonna die at nine years old okay a lot of people that's listening won't agree with me, but that's my belief because I've heard it from different people. And I will, pro I promise you, I was um, let you know the video that um, one of the people that have mentioned that. Yeah, let's let's, let's not give them too much, Keith. Let's not give them too much. First episode, <laughs> know, no, no. don't overload. They gonna come back. Like, wait a minute. Not, oh hell no! I <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, and. And you said it, Janine, and I'm gonna say it again. It is not by accident that you are here today with us. If you know anybody that needs this show, please, please, please share this with them. Um, this is just the beginning. This was the intro. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have different chapters, and um, and please go down, come down the rabbit hole with us. 
And um, next chapter is discussing connecting with your spirit guide. Because we, we, t- we discussed today knowing your purpose, but it's not that, it sounds simple, but it's not that easy. Yeah. But it's simpler than you think because your God gave you a, a spirit guide to be with you so that you can fulfill your purpose. God did not just send you here by yourself. He sent you with a, a, a spiritual team. So we want to discuss that in the next episode. Yay. Thank you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Yes. I think we did good, yes. you know? Yes. Listen, there's first a lot of... episode down. Down, baby. There's a lot of spirituality to talk about. It's in everything. It's all around us. Yes, it is. We got, all we got a lot to say. Come back for some more. Come mm-hmm. back for some more. So, wait, until next time. Yes. Until until next time, people. My Thank name you. is Keish. And I'm Janine. Again, follow me, Lady J, Lady RN11 on the gram. <laughs> oh, man, it's Kaya, the Melanin Maven on the gram. And all the fam. Yeah. Well, I'm Mimi Charmin. I'm Ebony RN11 on Instagram. <laughs> all, right. all right. So until next time, what, what do people need to do? Think with their souls. Think, Think with their souls. Think with their souls. Think with your soul. Boom, yeah. Drop the mic. Peace. <laughs> Peace.